0: In this episode, Brandon talks about how a chance encounter led to a multi-million dollar business. Are you hitting a wall in your business because you feel like you're too busy? Do you ever wish there were more hours in a day? This podcast is for hyper-focused entrepreneurs who want to learn the secrets of superhuman productivity. Together, we're going to kick procrastination in the teeth. We're going to slice through BS excuses like a katana blade. We don't ever wonder what happened because we're the ones that made it happen. My name is Josh Thomas. You've now entered the do zone. Welcome to the DZ Tribe. The past always looks better than it was. It's only pleasant because it isn't here. Finley Peter Dunn, DZ Tribe, Josh Thomas. If you haven't already, check out the Dozone.com for productivity tips, accountability, a bunch of really cool guides with beards that like to go and get stuff done. They have tattoos too. Once again, that's the Dozone.com. And speaking of beards and tattoos, our guest today is Mr. Brandon Green, and Brandon is a fascinating guy, and I'm just so excited to have him on here. He is a 25-year car audio industry veteran and he has owned and operated the car audio shop in St. Louis, Missouri since 2012. And I'm, I'm so excited to have him on here because he has a very unique angle for how he runs his business. And I want to kind of get into that a little bit. So Brandon, welcome to the do zone, say what's up to the tribe and tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of.
1: Oh, wow. That was an awesome introduction, man. Thank you. Um, what's up, everybody? Uh, great to be here. I appreciate you having me on, Josh. Sure. Um. Well, something, uh, I think probably one of the things, I've, I this has kind of been going through my head today, actually. Um, I did another podcast earlier with uh, another Apex member, um, but uh, we, we all kind of have some good days and some bad days, you know, Um it's not all roses and sunshine all the time, you know? So, um, you know, every one of us is going to have those days where I feel like things aren't quite right and whatever. And I think it's very important. to Keep track of that and keep yourself accountable on that. Um, But also be being able to move forward after that and keep improving day after day and keep working on that is something that's, um, you know, very beneficial to helping you grow and, also, you know, get stuff done and help grow your business. So just basically
0: understanding that you're not always going to wake up on the winning side of the bed. Exactly. Yeah. And well, that's, it's really fascinating that you bring that up. Uh, There's, there's a book that probably a lot of people in this audience are familiar with called the four agreements. Um, And have you, have you read that book, Brandon? I
1: don't think I've read that one yet.
0: So I'll, I'll give you the, the Notes version. The last agreement is kind of the catch all. Uh, the first, the first one is be impeccable with your word. Uh, the second agreement is uh, don't take anything personally. The third one is don't make assumptions. And then the final one is always do your best. And the way that it's described in the book is, well, you need to follow these. You need to have these three agreements with yourself that you're going to do the, all of these things. But the fourth agreement basically says, whenever you mess all that stuff up, that's Okay you can get up tomorrow and try again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, none of us are perfect. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta take it. I mean, learn from the lesson, but you know, you gotta, you gotta keep moving forward. You can't, you can't dwell on that. and Stay stuck.
0: Yeah, that's right. And and there's so many times that that's happened to us in our personal lives, uh, in our business, in a relationship. Uh, If you've ever tried, you know, if you've ever struggled with weight, and you're trying to lose weight, you go on this super strict diet, and then you mess up and you're like, ah, crap. Well, I guess I'm just going to eat six pizzas then. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. You made a mistake. Always do your best. Go to bed, get up, start over the next day. The world hasn't going to end. You know, you made a mistake in your relationship. Always do your best. Get up tomorrow and try it again. You made a re- mistake in your business. Always do your best. Get up tomorrow and you can still be productive. You don't have to throw it all in the trash. Exactly. So I'm really excited to have you on here because you have taken this kind of commodity business, kind of a it's kind of a blue collar business and uh, you know you're installing car stereos and different accessories into into cars, and you went upstream with it. And uh, I think that, anybody that's in the car audio should, should really tune in, turn this up as loud as you can, you know, try not to disturb your neighbors or anything, but I have a pretty soothing voice, so it's not bad. (laughs) Uh, But especially if you're any kind of entrepreneur or business owner, we need to pay attention to what Brandon is, is saying and how he runs his business. Because when you're moving upstream, it means you don't have to do as much volume but you can deliver a better service. And that service has a somewhat kind of intangible value. You're charging based on the experience that you provide and not so much the actual equipment that you're providing. You're making, you're charging for the quality of technician. You're charging for the the service and the relationship that you have with them. Talk to me a little bit about how you got started in this business and, and why you decided to, well, be a little more specific about what you do, I'm being kind of vague, but sure. who do you serve and, and why did you decide to go all the way up there to these super high-end cars? Uh,
1: well, um, I mean, I started this back in the late 90s. I, I'm dating myself there. Uh, but, you know, it was really easy to just throw s- something into a car back then, you know, a radio and speakers and amps and stuff like that, you know. It wasn't nearly what it is today and uh, the way everything's evolved over the years, um, you know, it's just really changed up on a all the technology and stuff that we have that available to us and able to do things in cars now, but also, you know, the technologies in these cars that we have to deal with. Um, so, I mean, when I started out, um, I just wanted to build cool stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I like, I like the cool cars you see it on magazine and stuff. I'm like, I want to, I want to do that, you know? So, um, got in, started learning, trying to figure some stuff out on my own. I had a lot of great people help me out a long way and teach me, a probably I've forgotten more than I, I, I remember. So, um, that's you know, the
0: true sign of genius when 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 you've forgotten more things than most people know then then that's when you know you've made it
1: <laughs> well I, I i appreciate that but I, I ain't sure if i would call myself anywhere close to a genius but <laughs> um so you know it,
0: you're, you're looking through these magazines and you see all these hot rod cars you see these uh high-end cars um and you just thought man it'd be really cool to just work on those
1: yeah it's I mean, there's a lot of difference between, you know, um, I don't know, I date myself again, because I can't think a Chevy Silverado, for example, or a, you know, a, a McLaren, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of the way they're designed and put together and the fit and finish and the, you know, the whole end result. And, um, let's face it, people that ha- are able to have those cars, they've worked their ass off to get them. And so they're very particular about who touches them and how and what's, you know, what's happening. And so that takes a very, um, well, quite frankly, just a long time, you know, of getting them to know you and like and trust, and you know, that whole sales side of things. But that also comes, you know, on allowing them to or them allowing you to even touch the car, you know, or be around it and stuff like that. So um, our first shop, which is on the uh, Southwest side of St. Louis, um, we did a lot, we did some higher end stuff and, you know, nicer hot rods and, but it was more, you know, hot rods and trucks and things like that down in that area. Um, And we got the opportunity to sponsor one of the um, high end car clubs here in St. Louis. And we'd done some work for some of them uh guys and had some connections there and kind of worked out to where um we were just able to kind of get in with that that group you know uh, again back to kind of having those connections being able to use that um and then from there we opened this uh other shop uh let's see been a little over a year ago at this point um mainly just to make it easier for them to um bring those vehicles to us and, you know, be around. We're more of an industrial area here. And so it's much better. Um, We have, uh, you know, like a clear auto bra uh, shop right next door that they're all used to coming to there's detail shops and performance shops and everything all around us that we all work with. Um, And so again, that's they're comfortable coming, To this location or this area as opposed to having to drive their car you know 30 minutes another direction and uh some of these guys really watch miles. you know they don't want miles put on you know a quarter million dollar car you know (laughs) something like that so um it the convenience thing of opening this shop has definitely helped us with a lot of that um but but the biggest thing has been taking the time over the years and really growing into um being able to just be able to handle, you know, that, and also, you know, being able to talk to these people, um, just like a normal person. I mean, sometimes, uh, cause, they,
0: cause they're just, they're just normal people now. Exactly. Somebody that's buying a car that, that costs more than a house. Um, I mean, there's something a little different about them, but there is at the same time, they just want to be treated like a normal person, but, you know, with a little bit of status, a little bit of clout. Can you, can exactly. you maybe, can you maybe explain, uh, when you were first starting, I, I know you probably don't put audio into any Honda chords anymore, you know, or maybe we, do.
1: we still do. We, I mean, we still yeah. do a little bit of everything. Um, okay. But, so so um, what's
0: the difference between somebody that comes in with just like a, let's call it a
1: regular car,
0: if you will and somebody that comes in with a, you know, a high end exotic car that costs, you know, mid six figures. What's, how, what's the difference? I mean, as you, as the business owner, you're probably treating them the same, but what is the difference in the vibe and and, and how do you attract more of more of that higher end uh, customer?
1: Yeah, we definitely try to treat everybody the same, you know, of course. I mean, let's be honest. We're all people, yep. you know, Judgment does happen at some point. I'll be the first person to admit it. Um, not that I'm trying to judge somebody, but you know, uh, you see an uh, old beat up truck pull up as opposed to a Ferrari, you know, there's a, a little bit something different going on there. Yeah. Um, but we'll work on either one. You know, it's fine. Sure. But the uh, the vibe is it's per the client and per the, you know, it kind of varies depending on who walks through the door. Um, I mean, if it's somebody we've dealt with before, I mean, we'll just treat them like, uh, you know, Hey, how you doing? Haven't seen you in a while, you know, and stuff. But if it's a new client and stuff, we want to sit and take the time and talk to them and figure out what they need and what they want and, you know, what would best suit their needs and, um, solve their problem. So, uh, honestly, it, it really just depends on the client and what's, what they're looking for and, um, what their, what the, kind of what their demeanor is, you know, cause you kind of want to gauge what you, the way I, at least th- this is kind of what we do, you know, we kind of gauge how we deal with the person by the way they're coming and reacting with us.
0: So, so let me ask this question whenever, whenever you started, uh, because I would, I would imagine there's, there's several car audio shops in St. Louis and, and not all of them are, are installing on McLarens and Lamborghinis and that's and Ferraris and that sort of thing. And so I'm sure that there is a real estate agent out there that wants to get into the multi-million dollar homes. I'm sure that uh, there's an HVAC repair guy out there uh, who who wants to repair the houses that have multiple units. I'm sure there's a roofer that wants to get into the you know the the larger uh, the larger uh, square footage of the roofs for the bigger properties and the higher end homes with the the better markups. What what kind of advice? can you give to those guys who are, who are looking to kind of target and serve that upper echelon of customer? What, what do you think caused that shift for you in your business?
1: I think the biggest thing is, um, which I, I know it's cliche and everything, but just being genuine and honest with people. And from there, it, it takes time to grow a business, you know, up into that, um, type of clientele, but if that's what you're shooting for, you need to set your business model up to go after that, you know, um, market that direction. Um, then also you have to be, you have to be around them, you know, I mean, and you have to, um, what's the word I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah. You, you have to well, be, it, you, you nailed it. You said you have to be around them. And one of the things you mentioned earlier was you got an opportunity to sponsor an event tell me about that and how that how did that affect your business
1: uh it it did really good well what we did was um when the, the whole COVID-19 thing started um some car audio guys had started using some of their equipment and stuff to make face shields and stuff for hospitals and um, doctors and different things and so we kind of jumped in and started doing that along with other shops all over the country and one of the doctors that we had given some uh face shields and stuff too. Uh he gave some to a friend. Well, that friend happened to be the president of the Need for Speed Club here in St. Louis, which is Ferrari's Lamborghini, you know, all, all high-end cars. It's an exotic car club. And so, you know, just putting out that uh extra little bit of effort and doing something to try to get back has actually kind of benefited us too and allowed us to get in with, you know, um with that crowd and um been they're awesome people and we've been grateful for that opportunity, but it kind of all comes back to, you know, doing some work that we never expected that to come from. And that's kind of how that happened.
0: That's cool. So, so COVID-19 happens. And uh, a bunch of the other guys are, are kind of rallying to get, to get some masks and face shields. And then the guy that's coordinating this happens to be the president of this club that has exotic cars.
1: Uh, Yeah. but. In a roundabout way. Yeah. Or he was, he was one of the doctors that was, uh, that was receiving them. Yeah.
0: But interesting, uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, and we had done, you know, other exotic cars and different stuff at the other shop and whatever, but that kind of really propelled us into, into that area. And um, now that we've done quite a few, they know um, a lot more that, you know, we're capable of, some may need something. Now we get a, a text message or a call or something. And they just dropped the car off with us, you know, but it, it's really building up that, that trust and stuff. And it's taken us a, you know, year or two for them to, um, you know, get to know us and vice versa. And um, one of the biggest things with that, I think is time, you know, you gotta, mm. you gotta give it some time and, and really build yourself up into, into that and, and brand yourself to be that.
0: You know, it reminds me, I, I used to tell this story about, one handshake sometimes all you really need to completely tra- change the trajectory of your life is you need one handshake and it sounds like this moment for you this happenstance that i want to help this doctor out that was receiving these face shields or something that was your one handshake that changed your trajectory and i have a uh, I have a similar situation i i met a gentleman in 2011 and, uh, he was, he was an internet marketing guy and I was like trying to figure out how to get into that game, but I was just broke as a joke. And I literally had to borrow, he had an event coming up in Austin. I'm in Austin. He had an event coming up and I'm like, I got to go see this guy. And it was $97 for this event. It was like super, super cheap. And it was a two day event. You just had to pay 97 $97. And I didn't have the $97. I literally had to borrow it from somebody else so that I could yep. go to this event. And and so I got the 97 bucks and I go down to this hotel downtown. It was the Driscoll, by the way. And I walk in, and there he is. You know, I'd never seen anybody like, I'd never met any kind of like internet personality before this. And there he's just standing there. And I'm like, oh my God. And uh, his name was Perry Marshall, by the way. And uh, I walk in and and he's like, Hey, I'm Perry Marshall. And he shook my hand and I was like, dude, that was so cool. And then I went in and I watched the seminar and it was like life changing. And then six months later, I ended up working for him and I worked for him for like six years. And that taught me, it gave me all of these resources and confidence and free education taught me how to do sales and ultimately completely changed the trajectory of my life. Cause I I would have just been like some dude working some dead end bullshit job. If I hadn't shaken his hand.
1: Yeah. That's, and, that's an awesome story, man. And and you never know where that handshakes coming from. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it could be the guy at the grocery store, you you know, or somebody walking down the street, you may just happen to help and you don't know what, what they have, don't have what they're willing to help you with or something like that. So yeah, I think that's a that's an awesome that's an awesome story and awesome to think about, you know, because you never know what what particular part of this little thing we're doing called life, you know, you never know where it's gonna change and what what little thing could make make it all totally different. Yeah. And and
0: and in your situation, you guys like, you know, during COVID, most people are just like, oh, I'm bored, you know, like what are we gonna do? Let's do this face shield thing. I don't know, there's nothing else to do you know, and you weren't thinking about how do I find a way to create business? You were just thinking about, Hey, here's something that I can do that'll keep me occupied or make a difference or whatever. And that turned into a one handshake situation. And, and it's, 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 things are, things are looking up for you. So it's, man, you you always got to be looking out for that, you know, shake as many hands as you can, because you never know who that one's going to be.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you what, Brandon, why don't we, uh, why don't we bust out the the, the bone saw, the, the ice pick, crack open the skull here. We're going to do a little do zone diagnostic. Is that all right?
1: It sounds good. Let's uh, see if I can mess this up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just quick rapid fire answers here. We want to just kind of really understand how your brain works. What's, what's one thing you do, Brandon, that that keeps you focused on your goals?
1: Um, try to keep everything in perspective. Mm -hmm. I honestly, uh, try to keep it in perspective and what's, what's important and what's not. And that lets me know what I need to work on when I need to stay focused on.
0: Yeah, you got it, man. And and how do you get back on track when you lose that focus?
1: Oh, sometimes they're easier than others. (laughs) It just depends. You know, sometimes it's, take a look in the mirror and like, Hey, get your, get your shit together. Or sometimes it takes a day or two and struggle through some things or talk it out with some people or whatever. And you know, it, it it kind of depends on what's going on with me usually at least that's kind of how it works in my, my little head here.
0: Right. Well, well, we got it. We got it ripped open. So we got to, <laughs> you know, we going to peek in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it could be scary.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I'm not, I'm not looking in that back corner, man. That's like, <laughs> dark and dreary.
1: I wouldn't suggest it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so who's your support group and, and how do they keep you accountable?
1: Oh, um, of course my wife, um, she definitely does not like to tell me, no, she's decided. So we're, we're working on, uh, you know, her being, um, a little more open with that and letting her understand that she can. Other than that, I mean, you know, like the, the group we're in together, um, I talk with a lot of those guys all the time. Um, I have a lot of car audio industry friends. Um, I know shops all over the country. So I'm on groups with them or uh, that's literally my, my Facebook feed is, you know, uh, our group or car audio stuff. (laughs) That's all I see, you know? So it it just kind of depends. I kind of reach out to, if I know somebody has gone through a problem or going through something, I can help with whatever, you know, I'll kind of reach out and talk to them. Um, But it kind of varies from who, who might be going through what at that particular time or what I may have heard recently. Like I may have heard you say something on the podcast, that kind of resonated with me and I'm like, Hey man, that, that really helps, you know, something like that. So it just kind of depends.
0: Yeah. understood, man. So, and one question I love to ask is how do you approach a difficult project that you're not sure how to complete?
1: Well, doing what we do and especially on the custom side and everything, this happens, um, more times than we like to admit, <laughs> um, you know. It's kind of like they say with eating the elephant. You know, one little bite at a time. You gotta, you gotta just uh, give you a, uh, an idea. For me, uh, this may not be the same for everybody, but if I'm going to build something in a car, I need to be able to like visualize it and see it in my head. It, and from there, I just reverse engineer it in my head and start building. You know, start measuring, start building, and just make it happen. Um, there's very few times where I don't have some sort of a game plan going on and what's happening. So, um, but I got to see the end result. And then I know how to reverse engineer it and go from there and just make it happen one step at a time.
0: Awesome. And last question here, what's the number one pro tip you'd give to somebody that's looking to get more stuff done in less time? (sighs)
1: Just just take action. You just got to do, do something. I mean, it's, it, I know it sounds stupid, simple, and we hear it all the time, but I mean, if you're going to sit there on your ass and not do anything. Well, it's not going to get done. You got it. You got to take action. You got to get something done. So,
0: yeah, man, I agree with you. That's, that's the whole point of the entire podcast. It's exactly. called the doom zone. Go do something. <laughs> <laughs> you're speaking my language, dude. So, uh, well, let me, let me ask you this, uh, because I want to, I want to talk about something else that you recently started, but sure. I want to ask first about your car, your, your car audio shop. Who do you serve? Uh, you're in St. Louis. Do you, do you mostly serve people in St. Louis or do you kind of take, you know, anybody, uh, what are some different services that you provide? What are some maybe cool stories of weird cars that you've worked on? Tell me a little bit about that, but first, where can somebody learn more about your car audio service?
1: Okay, yeah. Um, well, the website is thecaraudioshop.co. Um, that's the easiest place to find us. There's also a, a Facebook page, the Car Audio Shop. Um, on Instagram, the Car Audio Shop STL. Um, okay, got around a few different places. Uh, of course, I'm on Facebook as well under my name Brandon Green. So it's um, you can find everything through that too. So yeah, that's, that's the easiest way to do it. I'm on Facebook. Mostly that's more of where I see our clients and stuff. So I tend to spend more time on that than anything.
0: Cool. And, and so who, who do you serve? Like, uh, is it, is it mostly people in St. Louis or, or can anybody bring their car in from anywhere and, and, and who would be a good, uh, customer for you?
1: We mainly deal with people in St. Louis, of course, cause we're here. Um, but we have had, uh, vehicles shipped into us as well. If somebody has a particular project they want. Um, so it, it's mainly here, but we, we do, you know, reach out and uh, kind of all over the country if need be. Right. Uh, yeah.
0: Cause if you've got a, if you've got a $500,000 car, it's all right to pop a few thousand bucks to ship it to the right place and get the right audio installed and ship it back.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And, and what is that, what is that secret sauce that you really bring there um, that, that, that makes, that makes your service just really, really pop aside from, you know, just being genuine and sincere, you know, we talked about that. Right. But what are, what are some of the systems that you install? Can you kind of describe that for anybody out here that might be an audio file? You know, what are, what are some of the really like the coolest setups that you've ever installed?
1: Um, well, let's see here. Um, One that was really challenging always comes to mind. Uh, We did a Bentley for a a good client of ours and we did that. We built the whole car, which included everything from having um, amps and uh, speakers and stuff have had to be ordered from Italy. Um, They they had to come directly from Italy to us and. Get get all that done, but we had a show that was in three weeks, your um, St. Louis European Auto Show, and so the car was to be debuted there. So we literally did a whole build on that car, which is um, not one of the easiest vehicles to work on. Some of the some of the European vehicles they come apart a little bit differently, a little tighter tolerances and things like that, and the electronics are a little different. So we had to go through and test and figure out what we had for signals, you know, just literally to get music to play, let alone how to get it to sound good um and so yeah we've uh that one was that one was a little tricky the there's a lot of pictures of that one on the facebook page and stuff that would be where nice. i'd recommend if you want to take a look at that 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 one was cool um as far as some of the higher-end brands we deal with i mean sony and Kenwood is mainly what we use for our you know our head units and radios but a lot of the vehicles we do now we don't change out the radio, you know, we build a system off that. So we do, uh, processors from, uh, mainly arc audio and, uh, uh, wow, well, I'm really drawing a blank here. All of a sudden, uh, well, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Somebody's going to yell at me. Um, <laughs> yeah,
0: it's all good. And so, uh, one of the, one of the coolest things that you've, that you've done recently is, is you're kind of, uh, leveraging that experience that you have and you launched a podcast tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah um i've uh had a a, a friend of ours mr thomas keenan got on my ass about a year and a half ago to make that happen and i kept dragging my feet and kept dragging my feet i uh had some other friends uh kind of start pushing me and tell me i needed to do it so i finally just went for it made it happen i went through a podcasting course class figure out what i was doing because i had no clue and, and then uh yeah we're about uh, uh I don't know, 10, i'm recording 12th episode tomorrow so nice. um we're yeah we got more scheduled um so yeah had a lot of a lot of cool people on there a lot of different things some of the stuff that's been very similar to what you talk about here um some of it's you know completely different and uh sales stuff or you know we kind of Hit a little bit of everywhere um but uh it's business cars and cigars what we call it um mainly talk some business stuff and whatever and of course have a little fun with the cars and we get a chance to do something here in studio or whatever and have a cigar and while we're doing it then we do that too just have a lot of fun with this the idea
0: yeah business cars and cigars yes sir i love it yeah man so is the cigar like do you have to smoke a cigar in order to listen to it too no, is that, is that like a mandatory requirement?
1: It's not really a requirement, but I do highly recommend it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My voice sounds so much sexier when you're smoking a cigar. <laughs> awesome! Well, that's cool. And so, uh, give me in in honor of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little impromptu. I'm gonna ask you a question. What's your What's your number one best advice for business? your number one best advice for cars and your number one best advice for cigars. Let's start (laughs) with the business advice.
1: Oh, business advice. Um, The biggest thing I'm working on right now. So it comes to mind is, um, uh, getting back on my schedule, following a schedule, setting it up, making sure your time's done, delegating the stuff that you don't uh, really have time to do, you know, um, really set, setting yourself up to, to do the, the tasks that you need to do and have somebody else handle the other stuff so that you don't have to waste your time on on some of the small medial tasks that anybody can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as cars go, I don't know if I got any real advice for it. I mean, I just like cars and they're cool. I mean... What's your favorite I, car and why? Oh, my favorite car. I, I used to be a Porsche guy um, growing up and everything. I really liked them. Um, but now there's there's just so many cool cool cars out there i don't know i mean i like i have a rat rod myself i have um you know a truck and we work on you know all these cool cars and hot rods and different things i
0: so I so for those of us that maybe aren't like in in the biz like like me what exactly and and i i hope that i hope i don't get booed for this but what exactly <laughs> is a is a rat rod
1: um I don't, I'm not sure if there's an actual definition for it. Um,
0: okay. What generally th- is a rat th-
1: rod? Yeah. Th- think, think a uh, old car that's been put together with whatever somebody found in their garage, maybe rusty, may have some paint on it, whatever, um, you know, but usually pulled out of a field or something kind of dirty and rusty and stuff ah, okay. like that, you know, just kind of uh, really raw and uh, earthy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so it probably still has some earthy in it somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So get uh, business advice. Got to get, get with your schedule. You got to delegate the stuff you really don't have time to do for cars. You recommend that you just go and find a bunch of random parts in the field and slap them together. And that's called a
1: rat rod. Yeah, there you go. What's your favorite cigar? Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm not very good or not much of a cigar aficionado. I just more like hanging out with buddies and having a cigar. <laughs> I, I have a new favorite, but I can't say what it is yet because they are not released to the public yet. Uh, okay. um, but I will say one thing, we now have an official cigar of the car audio or the Ooh. business car cigar. So um, that episode will be coming out in uh, about a month, right That's- before, right before he launches his cigar. So, wow, that's cool. That's going to be your new favorite for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, and
0: I, along that lines, I'm not really much of a cigar guy, but the last time I was hanging out with some friends, they recommended, hey, let's go to the cigar bar. And I'm like, um, okay. And uh, so so I went, and it was, it was weird, man. Like, I can't remember the last time that I um, – I used to be a smoker. I used to smoke cigarettes for like half my life. I never smoked inside. And so we're just sitting in this bar. We're like inside and we're smoking this gigantic (laughs) log, you know, and it took like two hours to finish it. It was like the weirdest thing, but you know, the reason that I was there was the other people in the room, you know, and that's the same thing. That's the same thing as what you said. It's like, I, I didn't really enjoy the cigar all that much, but I did enjoy the fact that we were sitting around and we were sharing that experience together and that's really what it's all about. Who cares if you smell like old man and farts for the next two days. It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I finally, uh, end November, I quit smoking too. So. Um, yeah, man. Uh, all right. High five fi- for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I finally, finally made that happen after way too long. So.
0: Yeah. Awesome, dude. Well, any, uh, any other, uh, words of wisdom that you want to share uh, with our audience here before we wrap up?
1: Um, I, Man, just, just get to work, get things done.
0: Get to work, get things done, man. That's like music to my ears. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Brandon Green, thanks so much for being here. Uh, for those of you who are uh, in the St. Louis area or you have a high-end car and you're looking for uh, an audio project, you can go to co. And I also highly recommend and encourage you to check out the Business Cars and cigars podcast as well. And if you're a busy entrepreneur looking to get to the next level, head over to thedozone.com for more productivity tips, tools, and strategies. You can also join our Facebook group of the same name. Until next time, remember, you we all have the same 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with yours? I have a job for you. Open up your phone or get out a piece of paper and write down these three questions. Number one, what is one important task I can get completely done today? Number two, when can I start it? And number three, what impact will that have on my life? Now answer these questions as best you can every single day this week. Then commit to taking action daily. Now you're in the do zone, baby. Let's go. Need some help with accountability? Are you stuck where you're at and not sure how to break through the barrier in front of you? Join the DZ tribe for free by visiting thedozone.com. We're a group of hyperactive entrepreneurs who want to help you get more stuff done. Oh, one more thing. See you next time.